0: Jesus is a Grace giver. In this message pastor encourages that God will answer you immediately and the Holy Spirit will reveal and bring you out of every trap of the enemies.
1: Let's open our Bibles to the book of Hebrews the fourth chapter Hebrews the fourth chapter And uh, can I have that clock there? It's there? No? it. The fourth chapter. Verses 14 to 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, Let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. The 16th verse. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. Hallelujah. The 16th verse. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Can you say that with me? Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Our God is a grace giver. Jesus is a grace giver. From his fullness, we have received grace upon grace. Amen. Glory to God. Lift your voice and say, From his fullness, we have received grace. Upon grace. grace. Amen. The book of Daniel uses the word in the first chapter and verse 9 and there's a particular version of the Bible that I would like to draw attention to. Can you read that for me? Daniel chapter 1 verse 9.
0: And God gave to Daniel grace and mercy in the sight of the prince of the eunuchs. D-R-A.
1: The D-R-A version. And God gave to Daniel grace and mercy. Those should be the two legs of a believer. Grace and mercy. You stand on God's grace and mercy alone. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, God's grace and mercy. Every time you come before the throne of God in prayer, God is willing to release His grace and mercy upon you. In the Ryatri, in the Ryatri, Devatinda, Karan Chalikum, and the Nangil, Let the grace and the mercy of God, Ragala, Shamspala, wider Manat area, Those who have the gift of tongues, worship Him in the gift of tongues. Let the grace and grace, grace and mercy of God show up in your life. While I was coming in to preach, the Lord showed me a vision of somebody whose neck, shoulder, hands, all are all are stiff. It's a bondage tonight. Jesus is setting you free. I rebuke it in the name of the Lord. Amen. In the Ratri free I go. You will enjoy the freedom of the Lord. The stiffness in your neck, your shoulder, and your hands is living right now out of your body in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit wants to remind His church that the Lord whom we worship is a grace giver. He gives grace and mercy. As a child of God, you need to know how to appeal to the mercy of God. The gospel of Mark chapter 10 verses 46 onwards. The blind Barthiamas by the street, the son of Timnah began to cry out, Jesus son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus son of David, have mercy upon me. Never be too proud to call out to God for His mercy. Never be so rich and so big that you think that you don't need God's mercy. Never think you're so powerful that you don't need God's mercy. All of us, we need God's mercy and if you are not ashamed to call upon Jesus, Lift up your hands wherever you are and say, Lord, I entreat your mercy. Lord, I need your mercy. Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. In your life, when push comes to shove, that which will take you through is God's mercy. When God wants to be merciful to you, when God wants to show you his grace, his favor, He's not going to ask your parents. He's not going to look into your past. He's not going to look at your friends. He's not going to look at your critics. He's gonna release his favor upon you if you approach him. I was listening to a testimony of a girl whose marriage was to be fixed with somebody. So she came to the pastor and she said, Pastor, I don't want to get married So the pastor said That boy is a very nice boy She said I don't want to get married The pastor asked her What what, what is the reason That you don't want to get married She said I've been a very bad girl How bad Bad is not a Right word to show my badness That bad So I can't marry because I spoke to him because my parents asked me to and he said he wants God to at least bless a marriage with three children but he does not know my past I've led a very sinful life, I've had nine abortions and I don't think God will bless me in this marriage or will give me children So this pastor said, God is not looking to your past to bless you. Why don't you be honest with him? I'll speak for you. So he, you know, the the girl and the boy met and the pastor was there. The, 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 The pastor said, this girl doesn't want to marry you. The boy asked, why? He said, because because she says she's a very bad girl. So the boy said, what does that mean? So with the permission of the girl, the pastor said, this girl says that she's had nine abortions. And that she she does not believe that God will bless the marriage because of her past. And will give her three children in this marriage. So this boy looked at the pastor and said, I want to marry her. Held her and said, I want to marry her because I love her. Her past doesn't mean a thing to The testimony was that girl is leading a happily married life and today God has blessed them both with three children and they are serving the Lord right out there. What a powerful testimony. When you approach the throne of grace, when you ask God for his mercy and his grace, no matter how many wrong you have done God will forgive you. The blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse you from all sin, make you whiter than snow, and God will give you a fresh beginning. His grace and mercy is reaching out to somebody tonight. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. Oh, don't be tied by your past. Don't let the enemy threaten you. Oh, oh, keep you away from the future that God has got for you. Trust in the mercy of God. Trust in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Let the grace and mercy of God reach out to you. The Lord can set you free tonight. We sang that song. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. And great is the faithfulness
0: the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they are new every morning new every morning great is thy faith The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Ready is thy face. thy faithfulness O Lord Great is thy
1: faithfulness Amen. The Bible says when this man cried out, Jesus stood. Jesus is standing tonight for somebody who is crying out for God's mercy. Jesus stood still and asked him what Would you want me to do for you? This year 2023. What would you want Jesus to do for you? Because when you approach the throne of God's grace. His hand will move forth for you. Faith is always in the specific. As God What you need. Because the Lord is asking you, what would you want me to do for you this year? What does the Lord need to do for you this year? You need to have the boldness to come before the throne of God's grace. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ and boldly ask Him I'll ask Him with confidence, Father, I'll come to you through the blood of your Son, Jesus. The Bible uses the word immediately, this man asked for sight, immediately. In other words, you are assured of an answer, you're guaranteed of an answer. If you have come before Jesus Christ. When you come and ask God for His grace and mercy He is willing to answer you immediately Anybody who calls Him for mercy, God is willing to hear you tonight Lift up your whole voice, lift up your hearts, call on Jesus Call on Jesus we give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What is grace? We have, you know, we heard these scriptures. Grace is God being good to you. Open your mouth and say, God, being good to me is what grace is all about. I don't deserve it, but God is willing to give me what I don't deserve. I deserve to be punished for my sins, but that's where mercy comes in and says, No. And then you don't deserve the blessings of God, but God's grace says, I'm going to be good to you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's a simple word, but tonight... God wants to be good to somebody. you got a call on the name of Jesus. Lord, I want you. I want, I want, I want. Sometimes we look at things that He's not done for us, but look at how many good things He's done for you. Thank Him from your hearts. Consciousness of God's past acts will reveal more of His goodness over your life. Lift up your voice and say, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 1, Daniel found grace and mercy before the eunuchs. In exile, in a different country, in Babylon, as slaves, God showed him mercy and God showed him grace. Doesn't matter what your circumstances are, what you need is the grace and the mercy of God. I don't know why the Holy Spirit is keeping on making me emphasize that. Maybe you're sitting to listen to something very meaty. But tonight I do not know. It might seem like milk. But this is what the Holy Spirit is telling you. When the mercy and the grace of God showed up in the life of Daniel. The second chapter. The Bible uses the word in the 19th verse. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. The king sees a vision, a dream. He asked for the astrologers to give him the interpretations. The magicians, they say they cannot find an answer. We know the story. Daniel and his three friends are brought before the king. The king does not mention what he saw. The one who has got to interpret has to tell the king, the dream that the king saw and also the interpretation. Otherwise, they are going to perish. But look at the 19th verse. Then was the seeker revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Everything that the enemy has planned against your life against your future against your children against your ministry against your business may the Holy Spirit reveal to you because of his grace and mercy reveal to you even in night visions where even difficult problems you will know how to navigate through it by the grace and the mercy of God Can I have some more feedback on this? May you be the Daniel or the Daniela of this generation. Who will help people to get out of the woods, out of their trouble. I sense in my spirit God is raising up Daniels and Danielas who will have visions and dreams by the Holy Spirit who will solve problems of a nation, problems of people in authority, problems of companies that they work in, problems of uh, the, the, you know that which their families uh, entered into you will have the wisdom that comes from God the God who reveals secrets will reveal the secrets to you that the enemy by no means shall outwit you when you are at crossroads or in life what you need is grace and mercy and when people come into crossroads they are like I'm confused pastor what should I do should I marry Jack or should I marry Jill? I'm confused. <laughs> now you can marry either Jack or Jill, that's what the law says in some countries. But the Bible says no. you can only marry somebody of the opposite sex. May the Holy Spirit show you by His grace where the traps are laid for you to destroy your life. The times that you're living in, if you're going to be a faithful follower of Jesus, you got to have a revelation from the Holy Spirit, not only to survive but to thrive. You don't want the enemy coming to you from a blind spot. Whatever has been plotted against you, may the Holy Spirit reveal to you. Glory to God. We are living in times where the wife is actually poisoning the husband. Can you imagine that? If the Holy Spirit is revealed to that guy, don't eat that food, she's poisoned it his life could have been saved. I'm not speaking about the gift of suspicion. There are people who are perpetually suspicious of everybody. I'm not speaking about that. But I am speaking about Holy Spirit discernment. For you to know okay, this is what I should be careful right now because this is what the enemy has laid for me because the Holy Spirit has shown you that. From today, let nothing take you by surprise. The God who is a revealer of deep secrets, may He reveal the secrets. Every plot against you, every, 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 everything the enemy has plotted against you. People discuss about you, uh, plan against your life. May it be revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. And may you find victory and escape by the grace and the mercy of God. There are people who will give you gifts with bad intentions. As a pastor for 30 years, I've, you know, once we went to a house to pray, a gift that was given with all kinds of stuff brought that family down. Sometimes close friends in their hearts are not that close. May the Holy Spirit reveal it to you. In their hearts, they've got a dagger to stab you but outside they're smiling But the Holy Spirit. Reveal it to you. May you escape from every entrapment of death. I was listening to a testimony of a man of God who said he went to a particular place to preach. When he walked into that building, people have all gathered. He stands there and he smells. His discernment is through smell. He smelled death. In Genesis 8 verses 20 and 21, the Bible says, Noah laid an altar before God, offered a sacrifice and it came like a pleasant smell before God. God actually smelled the fragrance of that sacrifice and God said, wow, my heart is moved towards him. You know, there are things that God can show us. There are things that you can feel by your senses. You know the presence of God. You know when the presence of God comes into a room. You can feel his presence. But there are also times when you can smell the presence of God it's like a beautiful perfume fragrance and you can also smell demonic powers I mean you can smell your perfume can't you even if your eyes are closed you can smell even if your hands are tight you can smell that's a powerful mode of discernment to smell So this man of God smelled death in that hall, and so he said to the host of that meeting, "Listen, I won't preach here unless you move the meeting from this hall to a nearby place." So people have gathered; everything is set up for that. But this man of God was also open. He said, sure. If God, God showed you something, we obey. They stepped out. The entire team stepped out. The hotel people said, we'll give you another hall. It was on the ground floor. And the, uh, he said, no. Move out of this place right now. Within half an hour. They moved out. True story happened. Uh, huge truck, 18, 18-wheeler truck. The driver of that truck had had a, heart, had a heart attack. And he was collapsing and his leg began to go onto the accelerator. It came off the road, went over a small wall, went straight into that hall, broke through the glass, went right into that place and that truck crashed. If they had stayed inside that hole, most people who would have been there would have been either injured or dead. But because somebody was sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to discern. So I pray that you will never enter a vehicle that might go into an accident, when you're about to get into a train, a plane, a bus. May the Holy Spirit of God bring you out of every entrapment of death. Oh, by His grace and mercy. By His grace and mercy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. There are husbands who do not know their wives. There are wives who do not know their husbands the husbands are secretly doing magic <laughs> and the wife is praying and wondering why the breakthrough is not happening or why is he worse? I do not know where I am going with this this is not what I intended to preach but it It is for somebody tonight. May the Holy Spirit of God reveal to you the deep secrets of God and reveal to you the heart and the mysteries of God and bring you out of every trap the enemy has laid forth. One scripture, Isaiah 8 and verse 10. The book of Isaiah, the 8th chapter, verse 10. Take counsel together and it shall come to naught. Speak the word shall not stand for God is with us. people who take counsel together against you it shall not it shall it shall come to naught speak the word against you it shall not stand why for god is with you just like god was with daniel and those three friends and he had grace and mercy upon his life and god revealed in his mercy the plans that God had got for that nation and the traps that were set and revealed the secrets. Let <laughs> God bring you out of every snare of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Open your mouth and say, I'm going to be the Daniel. I'm going to be the Daniel, if you're a girl, of this generation, of my family, of my home, of my children. Glory to God, of my church. I'm going to be the Daniel and the Daniela of all that God has entrusted me. Glory to God, lift your hands and pray in the Holy Spirit for some time. Pray in the Holy Spirit of some time. Let not the enemy come through the blind side. May your eyes be open, A seeing eye and a hearing ear is from the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. The book of Daniel chapter 2. The book of Daniel chapter 2. Verses 46 and 47 I think. The second chapter, you can read through it later because we don't have time to go through it. Once Daniel began to release the word of God, the Bible says, uh, the 47 the words, Then king answered unto Daniel and said, O oh, of truth it is that your God is a God of gods and a lord of kings and a revealer of secrets seeing thou could reveal this secret then the king made Daniel a great man lift your hands and say my promotion is coming and gave him many great gifts may many great gifts come up into your life I release in the name of Jesus the favor of God upon you to receive the gifts that God has got for you and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and the chief of governors over all the wise men of Babylon Amen. Glory to God. Then Daniel requested of the king. And he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abnego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. May every request that you make before authorities be granted. <laughs> concerning your land, concerning certain uh, certain court orders, uh, everything that you request, everything that you request be granted to you because of the grace and mercy of God. Uh, Glory to God. Hallelujah. Somehow the Holy Spirit is asking me to tell somebody, your next level is not going to come because of your hard work, but because of the grace of God, the favor of God. Glory to God. The king made Daniel a great man. Glory to God. Somebody's hand is going to reach out to you. When you approach God's throne to receive grace and mercy, there is someone whom God is raising up to raise you into the next level. Open your mouth and say, My next level is happening because of the grace of God, because of the mercy of God, because of the goodness of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. the throne of God with boldness to receive grace and mercy. He's a grace giver. My Jesus is a grace giver. Amen. You know, when the Asusa Street Revival took place in 1906. The teaching that would happen there, they would mention three words, and that is the three works of grace. The first work of grace, they would mention as new birth, when a man or a woman is born again. When you come to the foot of the cross, when you remember and realize Jesus died for you, he shed his blood for you. When you give your heart to him, he comes to live inside of you, recreates you. Your spirit becomes alive unto God. You have peace with God because of the blood of Jesus. And you have Jesus in your heart. It's the first work of grace. They believed in the second work of grace, which was Sanctification, holiness unto God To be holy unto God Set apart for God Christ Jesus himself becoming our sanctification Where you know that God's grace showed up in your life And he set you free deep within May that grace show up in somebody's life tonight But the third work of grace was the filling of the Holy Spirit that was what the Hasusa Street revival was all about the filling of his spirit Ephesians 5 Ephesians chapter 5 and verses 15 onwards see then see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil wherefore be ye not unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is the 18th verse and be not be drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit very clearly said through prophecies that there is a revival it's a revival of righteousness a revival of holiness It's a revival of love for Jesus. It's a revival of being passionate after God. It's a revival of worship unto God where your sacrifice reaches up unto God and is pleased with your sacrifice, with your thanksgiving. It's a revival to be dedicated unto God and to walk with Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a revival to obey the move of the Holy Spirit and to be used of God. You know, there are Pentecostals by name. There are real Pentecostals who experienced the power of Pentecost, the infilling of the Spirit. And then there are extra Pentecostals. God is, this is a revival of extra Pentecostals where your phone is Pentecostal. Somebody calls you, your ringtone is gospel music. Somebody taps into your YouTube's screen and it's all about worship and messages on the love of God and glorifying Jesus. There is nothing dirty in the phone. See, when the infilling of the Holy Spirit of God comes upon you, it takes control over every area of your life. Your car is Pentecostal. Oh, yes. You get another car and immediately gospel music comes. There's a Bible there. Ooh. The namesake Pentecostals have two-in-one systems. On Sunday mornings they have gospel music going on. Other times they have secular songs. Whichever, whichever. <laughs> Amen. The extra Pentecostals are not confessing out fear. And then in between, they hear a message and they're confessing out faith. The men and women of faith, their confession is, they're not double tongued. They're not gossiping in secret and glorifying God in public. Glory to God. You approach the throne of God's grace to receive grace and mercy. The grace of God. The infilling of His Spirit. You know, when you you know, I mean, all of us have a car. I do not know about you, but when you have your vehicle and you're traveling in your vehicle, you know, there are people who will, you know, put fuel in the fuel tank when it is on the empty, the E. And there are people who will, you know, I am somebody who by the time it is off, Empty itself, I'll fill it. I don't wait till get, get, get it to E. Especially if I'm traveling somewhere and then, you know, I'll just make sure that it's not on E as far as possible. There are many people who are leading their lives on E, nearly empty. And then it shows on the screen. 20, so they, I mean, they ask, when is the next fasting emperor? prayer? They've got to find somewhere to, <laughs> to be filled. Never wait till you are on E to start praying, to start worshipping. Somebody who will fill the tank to the full is always thinking ahead on the journey he has to make. he is using his head in case there is not a pump on the road. You are are investing in your walk with God. You are not walking on empty. You want to be continuously filled with the Spirit. Because if Jesus should come tonight, wow, you are there, filled with the Spirit. Ready to meet Him. I was wondering what I would want to hear when I get to heaven and definitely you know I would want to the first voice that I would definitely want to hear is the voice of Jesus saying well done good and faithful servant well done good and faithful servant then what I thought what is the second voice that I would want to hear I want to see Jesus then what is it I want to see my family I want to see the congregation that I preach to. Are they all here? Are they all here? Are they all here? Are they all here? That joker who used to come every week and get prayed over. Is he here? (laughs) The guy that I fasted for. They, are they here the person who was helping her for 10 years are they here is my family here see don't play with the grace and mercy of God we are living in a time where you can approach the throne of God's grace I mean God's throne to receive grace and mercy That is the time you need to be filled with the Spirit so that it can overflow. Where you gotta, if you gotta fast, you gotta fast, you gotta, uh, you know, pray through the night, you're praying through the night because you wanna see your family saved. You don't wanna leave that at empty. Maybe they might make it, maybe they might not. Hopefully they will get there. They're good people after all. You don't want that. I don't want that. can you imagine that you get to heaven and suddenly you realize your son is not there you get to heaven and you suddenly you realize oh my god my mother where is she and then you think oh my god I was so busy I was so busy with my work that I didn't pray for them I was so caught up with my carrier that I didn't fast for them. I was so caught up with all my offense that I didn't think of their salvation. Let it not be your story. Glory to God. You approach God's throne to receive His grace and mercy at the time of need when you are on earth right now not after you make it out of here glory to God and you don't want to be empty you want to make sure that you've done everything that God's Word has commanded you to do and that you are secure knowing that you've obeyed the Lord you have done everything that you can to see your dear and near ones come to the Lord you have not kept yourself uh, in the offenses that came into your life, but you've said, Lord, I want to see your blessing upon my family, upon the people that I prayed for, that I fasted for. Glory to God. Lift your hand and lift up your family for a minute unto Jesus. Pray in
0: the... Thank
1: you, Jesus. Praise your Father, <inaudible> glory to God, hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. you know when the Holy Spirit came down in the Asusa Street, I mean just before that, the first person to receive the Holy Spirit, you know was who? In 1906 with the evidence of speaking in tongues was a lady. A young girl in Charles Parham's Bible College, Agnes Osman, she was just 30 years old, wow, can you imagine that, she was the first person 1906. There was another girl called, uh, I forget her name, Lucy, who was responsible for William Pran, I mean, for uh, William Seymour coming and preaching in Azusa Street. She was just 20 years old. See, God does not look at your age. I was 20 years old when I s- decided to serve Jesus. William Seymour went to Charles Fa- Fa- Parham's meeting church. And they wouldn't allow, because he was a black man, they wouldn't allow him in. So somebody kept a window open for William Seymour to sit outside and listen about the filling of the Holy Spirit. A Charles Faham was preaching and teaching. Can you imagine that? that? That's what hunger is all about. Be continuously filled hungry for God. Don't say I'm a woman, I am young am old. Don't say all that. God says I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your young men shall have visions and your old men will have dreams and your young maidens and young men will begin to prophesy. Then there was what was called the voice of healing, revival. That happened during the pandemic. Amy Simple Mac person. She used to s- start preaching in a tent, and the members of a particular cult, they came in to destroy her. And some of his close people said, her close people said. Hey, there are people out here to attack you. She said, don't worry, let them in. let the Spirit of God handle that. Let the Spirit of God handle that. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, in the, the people who were with me in, from, right from, I mean, at least for the last 25 years to 26 years, I've, taken them through some of these great spoken to them at least about A.A. Allen Jack Coe and all of them who were part of the healing revivals those tent meetings that they would hold of revival meetings at those times there was a rope in between on one side are the blacks on the other side are the whites and they were so moved by the spirit of God that they said let the Holy Spirit move the rope out of the tabernacle. Let there be no contentions. Let people come forth hungry for God. Let them be filled. Amen. Tonight this is the word over you. Approach the throne. He's a grace giver. close your eyes in prayer tonight the Bible says Noah build an altar there is his throne I mean he's approaching the throne with the sacrifice there's something about sacrifice that God smelled and was so happy There's something when you place your life as a sacrifice on that altar. There's something when whatever God has asked you to place on that altar, when you place it, so that it can please God. can please God, Lord, whatever you ask, I'll place it, Lord. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver, even if it is giving your heart unto him, a cheerful giver. Even if you are giving your body to be a holy vessel unto Him. A cheerful giver. Not like, oh my God, all my friends are fooling around. I alone have to walk this holy line. No, 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 no. A cheerful giver. Even giving your body unto God to be holy unto God. Your mind. Not with depression. You know, oh my God, I'm a believer now. I can't do this. I can't do that. Everybody else seems to be enjoying life. Oh my God. (laughs) Even your finances, God loves it. Cheerful giver, whatever you give unto God, God loves it. That's what Noah did. He wanted to please God. The Bible says in one version, God smiles. Cause God to smile. His grace and mercy is reaching out to you. Place your life on the altar. Thank you, Jesus.